Welcome to 30 Minutes from 91.3 KXCI Tucson. On the first Saturday of 2020, local groups gathered at De Enza Park to demonstrate against war, especially any escalation against Iran. The event was organized by Tucson Anti-War Committee and sponsored by Veterans for Peace Chapter 13 in conjunction with demonstrations across the United States. 30 Minutes features excerpts from the event. Local Veterans for Peace member Buzz Davis introduced the speakers and also spoke. Here is Buzz Davis, followed by U.S. Representative Raul Grijalva's District Director, Ruben Reyes. And the United States is in a fix. So this afternoon we have had a uh, called a rally and press conference for a number of different groups that coordinated this. Tucson Anti-War Committee, the Veterans for Peace of Tucson, the Women's International League for Peace and Freedom, Democratic Socialists of America, and the Green Party. We're going to start off with Ruben Reyes, who is the District Director of Representative Raul Grijalva. Thank you so much for the invitation. Uh, unfortunately, the Congressman cannot be here today. Uh, he has a message that uh, he also uh, distributed to uh, local, uh, state, and uh, national media. And his press release read as follows. Donald Trump's impeachment was caused by his reckless behavior, erratic impulses, and his own belief that he is above the law. We saw it firsthand while the president attempted to extort Ukraine into opening an investigation into a political rival. And we're seeing it now with his recent decision to assassinate General Soleimani of Iran without informing Congress. Make no mistake, this drone strike ordered by President Trump is something that Tehran, Iran's allies, and Iranian-backed militias in the region will consider as an act of war. While Trump golfs at his private club in Florida, his actions have endangered the lives of American diplomats and service members around the world, dramatically escalated tensions in the region, and raised the likelihood of another endless war in the Middle East. As we speak, more than 3,500 service members are on their way to the Middle East as a direct result of heightened tensions, which means more of our brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, and friends are placed directly in harm's way. This sensitive and evolving situation merits real leadership, and Trump has repeatedly demonstrated a willingness to forego diplomacy, give in to his worst impulses, and potentially plunge the United States into another endless war in the Middle East. Whether it was pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal, conducting foreign policy through Twitter, or appointing warmongers to the National Security Council and the cabinet, the Trump administration's opposition to diplomacy have directly led to this moment. Let me be clear. There is no congressional authorization for a war with Iran. And the legal authority for this assassination on Iraqi soil remains unclear. Congress was not consulted about the strike and as with other reckless moves from this president, it appears that the ensuing aftermath and negative consequences were not seriously considered. We have seen enough of endless wars in the Middle East that have cost thousands of lives and trillions of dollars. 
We cannot continue to pursue a dead-end policy that further destabilizes the region and places our service members and diplomats in increasing danger. This is precisely why Congressman Grijalva voted against the Pentagon budget, which has now become a blank check for wars and has undermined congressional authority. President Trump cannot distract from his impending impeachment trial in the Senate by starting a war with Iran. Congress is a co-equal branch of government, and Congressman Grijalva will continue to oppose efforts by the Trump administration to lead us into another unjustified, endless war in the Middle East. Thank you. Thank you, Ruben Reyes. Today here in Tucson, we are part of a day of action with 38 other states and 76 cities, all organized within the last few days. And I'm sure there will be more organization, organizing of protests in the months ahead. So I spent three years in the military. I was trained as an infantry officer to kill and destroy. Wars solve no problems, especially they do not solve religious problems. They do not solve problems over oil, and they don't solve problems between different political parties or the rich and the less rich or the super rich and the poor. War is an instrument which you have to use if you have no more political diplomacy going on. The United States has not tried very much with diplomacy. After 9-11, which many of us think has not been fully investigated and the results released to the American public, it was illegal for President Bush and Mr. Cheney to go into war against Afghanistan. Illegal war of aggression. Then they designed enhanced interrogation, which is torture and the United States has been spying on its own citizens ever since 2001. And so at this point, we have wars in the Middle East, which are all illegal wars of aggression, illegal torture, and illegal spying on the people in America and other countries. Now we have a president who is incapable of making wise decisions except wise-ass comments. That he does very well. Wise decisions, he's very poor at. And so with a world that has triggers of nuclear war with seven or eight different nations all having nuclear capability to launch it at any time, this is very dumb to do things like enticing the Iranians into a war so a man named Trump can be reelected as a war president in November of 2020. Instead, the House of Representatives should start cranking up more articles of impeachment that are not as debatable as the two they already have. They should impeach him for illegal wars and illegal torture and illegal spying, all situations which have already been proven in the courts. The United Nations prevents wars, has signed agreements to prevent wars, and the U.S. has violated them with each one of these wars. What we have to think about is the future, the future of the little kids in America. They do not deserve to be bombed at their homes as they sleep or terrorized by bullets flying around in their neighborhoods. 
We will never get over that. The soldiers never get over it, and neither will the little kids. And so if we do not want to have a, a country living in terror as other countries are lived in, we have to work harder for peace than we do for war. That was Buzz Davis of Tucson's Veterans for Peace, Chapter 13, and U.S. Representative Raul Grijalva's District Director Ruben Reyes speaking at an event on Saturday, January 4, 2020, in opposition to war in Iran from 30 Minutes, 91.3 KXCI Tucson. Up next, we'll hear from Leah Bolger, board president of World Beyond War, followed by Buzz Davis, and then further remarks from Leah Bolger. World Beyond War is a global nonviolent movement to end war and establish a just and sustainable peace. Okay, all veterans and all members of the military, all people who are elected to office in the federal government, all federal government employees, all take an oath of office, somewhat different, uh, but it is to uphold the Constitution of the United States and uphold the laws of the United States. And in the military, they also swear to uphold the laws of the Uniform Code of Military Justice. The Military Justice Code says you can't do certain things. Torture, can't do illegal wars. Our Constitution says you can't do illegal wars. United Nations says we cannot do illegal wars. And there are only a few people who resist. Veterans for Peace has taken a strong stance on impeaching Bush when he was in office, impeaching Obama when Obama was in office, and now impeaching Trump as he's in office. And the oath that the senators take is the same as what many elected officials take, all of them at the federal government, and they will take an oath that they will conduct an impartial trial. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to give you some more facts about the numbers. We talked about the numbers, uh, the, the dollars that are being spent on war. For the past several years, we've spent six, seven hundred billion dollars uh, a year on war. And when you add, uh, you add in that budget, the defense budget, you have to also add in the uh, energy budget, which is nuclear weapons. That's another two hundred so billion. And then the, the budget for extra contingency uh, operations, which is the war budget. Anyway, it comes out to about a trillion dollars. The United States spending a trillion of our dollars every year for war and militarism. Now, when you ask the public what are their priorities, it's not war. Their number one priority is health care. That's right. Number one is health care. Second one, education. Exactly right. That's what the American people want, their money to be spent on health care and education. And here is a really shocking statistic, but it's true, and you can you can see how I sourced this at our website, worldbeyondwar.org. 3%, only 3% of the American military budget could end starvation on Earth. Think about that. The United States spends as much as the rest of the world combined on military. So 1.5% of the entire world's military budget could end starvation on Earth. Now just think about how other countries would feel about us if we ended starvation instead of creating devastation and killing people. So I want you to know that if you don't think your tax dollars should be spent that way, 
you got to talk to your representative. And you have to say, you know what, Elizabeth Warren talks about a small tax increase to pay for health care. Yeah, that's, well, that would be great if we had a small tax increase on really, really wealthy people. But you know what, we don't have to raise taxes at all if we only spend a tiny fraction of what we do on the military on health care. We can all have free health care. You take it out of that trillion dollars. We can all have free college education. We can all have housing. And all these people here in the park would have a place to go. But we spend our money on war and militarism. You just heard from board president of World Beyond War, Leah Bolger, and Buzz Davis from Veterans for Peace speaking at an event on Saturday, January 4th, 2020, at De Anza Park in opposition to war in Iran on 30 Minutes, 91.3 KXCI Tucson. Up next, we'll hear more from Buzz Davis, as well as Katherine Euler from Women for Survival and Mary Summers from Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. But anyway, the ones that voted against, vote against most of this junk that goes through as pro-war, those of the people who vote against the bad bills are the Congressional Progressive Caucus people. The Congressional Progressive Caucus people are also the only people that are really helping us in the fight to stop the privatization of the VA healthcare system. So when we send these young men and over to all these different countries, Vietnam and Korea and all, all over in the Middle East, they're damaged physically, they're damaged emotionally, and they're damaged mentally. And they cost today about $220 billion a year to take care of guys like me, disabled veterans and others who aren't disabled but still get their health care from the VA. So that tremendous military budget covers 220 billion of that is for covering up, uh, covering the health care and disability payments for veterans who spend the rest of their life being taken care of by their mother or father or wife or a husband in a wheelchair or whatever. So it's a very bad thing, and that's what Trump is going to send lots more kids to because these wars are long-term wars. So you can look at the little children in your middle school and grade school, and they too will get the opportunity to kill people. The problem with the military is they're very good at teaching people how to kill other people. But they can't teach anybody how to unkill after they've done the killing. So that's why we have a high suicide rate, high divorce rate, high alcohol rate, drug rate, because those things can't get wiped out of your mind. And the man or woman who pulled the trigger, wherever they may be here in the United States, on their little drone over there in Baghdad and blew those people up, hovers that drone around and says, okay, there's one more uh, moving over there, do you sure you want me to give? That's the end of that guy moving. And they watch that in their little TV set. And they never are able to get that out of their mind, which is like another TV set that records everything. So that's why it's tough. Drone operators only are in there once, and after that they say, no more, no thank you, I'm out of here but we get new suckers every day. So anyway, it's a bad business. 
So we need to change our business to promote peace and work harder for peace than war. My name is Catherine Euler, and I'm with a small group called Women for Survival. And I just wanted to um, reflect for a moment because uh, I understand that not only has uh, the Iranian militia responded today with three rocket attacks inside I Iraq, but there are millions of Americans who are, who are really uh, concerned uh, about what I Iran's response is going to be. Uh, the Selective Service uh, website went down uh, recently because of so many young men who were trying to find out what was going to happen to them. So there are lots of young men around the country who are very concerned about this situation. And uh, I think that keeping up, up to date is good. I think understanding what the facts of the matter are. Understanding, in fact, that uh, an administration that has been um, known to lie 15,000 times to the American public now is trying to tell us that there was some kind of imminent threat from Soleimani. And the Department of Defense, in fact, is uh, there are several uh, competing voices within the Department of Defense as to whether or not that's true. Uh, I don't believe it. There are other people who don't believe it. So uh, we need to be skeptical. Uh, anytime there's a time of war, there's a, a, an enormous amount of propaganda from both sides. So let's keep our eyes and ears open. Let's be skeptical. Let's speak out. Let's be prepared. Uh, you know, there are lots of scenarios out there in terms of Iran's response. We have no idea, but we do know that there are a lot of uh, frightened people, not only in the Middle East, but in the United States. So there are a lot of uh, troops in the, in the Middle East who are at risk. Uh, I have a nephew in the Army. I don't know if he's going to be redeployed. Uh, he's a very sweet young man. I don't want him to get redeployed to the Middle East. So I, I, I just want to say I'm glad we're here. I wish we were all uh, speaking uh, and together over on that corner so that we looked like there were more of us. So I'm not quite sure why that is so, uh, but maybe we can speak over there as well because uh, there's, there is strength in numbers. There's strength in letting people know that we are resisting this, this administration uh, and what the lies are and what they're trying to do. So thank you for letting me speak. And would you like to introduce yourself first? Yes, I'm Mary Summers. I'm with the Tucson Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. And I wanted to share with you, if you hadn't heard it, part of the Michael Moore's new podcast and some of the things that he reminded us of. First, it was in 1953 when Iran elected a newly elected leader and he wanted to nationalize the oil to keep it in the country for Iran, and we overthrew him and put in a dictator. That was horrible. And in 1979, there was an uprising, uprising, and they overthrew him. So what did we do? We gave weapons to Iraq to fight Iran. Probably chemical weapons, what Michael Moore said, yeah, we thought there were chemical weapons there because we probably gave them to them. And then we put, um, we went into Iraq when we wanted to protect the oil, saying there was weapons of mass destruction. It was still about protecting U.S. and British oil. So and then we put sanctions on Iran. 
So yes, they have militias. Why would they like us? And now we've killed their second leader, highest leader. And what else, why else would Trump want this war? He knows he won't get elected unless he keeps this economy as hot as he possibly can. And how better can you do that without throwing all this money into building military, putting employees employed by building all these weapons and keeping these corporations going? How many people and how much money do you think it costs just to make one drone? So he's gonna keep this war for this year unless we call people, call everyone you know to get them to stop this war. All your elected officials, we need to stop it now because otherwise it's just gonna really escalate. Okay, thank you very much. Well, we thank everybody for coming. We'll have to leave it there. That was Catherine Euler from Women for Survival and Mary Summers from Women's International League for Peace and Freedom. On the first Saturday of 2020, local groups gathered at De Anza Park to demonstrate against war, especially any escalation against Iran. Additional speakers included Buzz Davis from Veterans for Peace, U.S. Representative Raul Grijalva's District Director Ruben Reyes, Leah Bolger from World Beyond War. The event was organized by Tucson Anti-War Committee and sponsored by Veterans for Peace Chapter 13 in conjunction with demonstrations across the United States. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes from 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. You can find this and all recent episodes of 30 Minutes on the program page at kxci.org. There you can subscribe to the podcast and follow our social media.